This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 19, Satori, I choose you! All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? 2018 is here. We've taken down the lights, stored the stuffed elves, and gained a few pounds. As we get ready to face the first full year of L5R, we'll dive a little deeper into the storyline as well. FFG also updated the FAQ. Not many surprises, just clarity. We'll discuss the OP news that another podcast scooped, as well as our thoughts on the state of the game. All right, welcome. So there were a couple pieces of news out of FFG, one informal, one... Formal. <laughs> In, is, right? Informal is the... Um, informal is, being that is the, the sixth ring got, got Zach to talk. The euphemism we're going to use? <laughs> yeah, oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Then there was that unofficial, the, the, the like, unofficial. Spanish <laughs> spoiler. Yes, for sure. But there were two pieces of news. The Disciples of Void was announced, the clan pack. And we talked about that a little bit last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't think we had enough time to really absorb because I think it was announced the day before we recorded. Was, so yeah, it was like the day before or the day of. I forget. Yeah, the day of. Yeah, whichever one. We we cover isn't enough time for us. So, so yeah. there wasn't much to report. You, if you if you're listening to us, I assume you've seen that post. But one of the interesting things that came after we recorded was a Spanish, I believe it's a distributor, mm-hmm. spoiled the fact that spoiled some cards. A card fan, mm-hmm. which included the roll card that yep, they had mentioned the original roll card. Yeah, yep. that the original uh, article had teased, and the roll card turns out to be. Something in lines of support for the Phoenix or support of the Phoenix, and basically it's an element. There's no element, so it's not support fire or support air, nothing like that. No keeper seeker, right? No keeper seeker. It's outside the keeper seeker role, and it gives you eight influence, but you must must ally with Phoenix, which is really kind of exciting. I think it opens up a whole lot of deck builds. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, It's it's intriguing. Like design style, it's interesting. Um, thinking back to previous deluxe boxes and things we've seen, you know, that whole idea that a lot of the a lot of the standards in Conquest, obviously Netrun and so on and so forth, has been bringing new cards for a big faction. Of course, it's going to do that, right? And yeah. then bringing counters to that in some way within the box. So we've seen maybe some of the counters. If if Phoenix, as we predict, we get a lot of spells. We have things like the Scorpion character who cancels them and comes into play. Right, right, right. Yeah. But then we've got this thing of now it also. Um, oh, you know, you can use this box to get better at Phoenix, or you can use this box to um, ca- uh, have to- tools to take on the, the brand new big badass Phoenix, or you can just give in and absorb them into your heart. Yeah, ex- were, that's you know? exactly <laughs> like you're thinking. Okay, Clan Pack. Okay, great. Phoenix is going to own everything. Oh wait, I get to play it too, it's and 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 you get to now you give up the keeper initiates and the seeker initiates for whatever they're worth, and you give up the keeper and seeker only cards, and you give up the elemental provinces. Yes. Right. Oh, point. Those are big oh, deals. Word, you yes. give up the elemental province. Yeah, because you, you don't. Ma- yeah, the extras you don't match. Because there's no yeah. element. Yeah. But you and and we're. I'm under and the you, assumption you give up that anything that says keeper, keeper only, anything that's seeker only, yeah, I mean, anything elemental I mean, role. Cow. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a large portion of the card pool that you're just saying. Well, I think I'm going to just go without this. Yeah. yeah, and go with these new yeah. toys. But it's it. There's two interesting factors to that. One of them is the fact of like, well, I get to play with the new stuff. Exactly. Here's the new cards. I don't yeah, have yeah. to play Phoenix. I can just go take. You know what. Um, eighteen, eight, yeah, eight, inf- eight additional influence. Yeah. So if you are have, so if your clan influence, currently sorry, yeah. has a keeper role, you're getting five extra points of influence. Yep, right yeah. for Phoenix. Yeah, if but if you have a seeker role, you're getting eight extra points of influence. Yeah. That eight points is huge. Yeah. 18, 18 overall for Phoenix. Only. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and the second thing being that's a really interesting. Oh, it sounds to me like a really interesting playing field. Absolutely. Because predicting where that's going to go and who's going to do what and where those cards are going to end up metering in with the ability for both Phoenix to grow on them and for other clans to go, well, I can take tons of it as well. Let's right. go do this. I mean, you, you know? think about the deck building facets to this game. Yeah. The, you have the province deck. You have the conflict. You have the dynasty. Yeah. And now you're adding in a second role. Now, we're assuming, at least I'm assuming, that you either take the keeper or seeker assigned to your clan or this one or no role. That's what I'm assuming it is. It's outside the keeper seeker thing. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, that's was my question also. How does this fit in with the current, you know, organized play setup that we have, mm-hmm. right? With right. roles and whatnot. And that's and that's yet to be finalized. I'm yeah. under that assumption. It's, it's not. It, it also makes. I don't know how safe it is anymore. They seem to be breaking <laughs> all the rules with L5R, right? Well, we'll yeah. see. You know, they <laughs> there are certain things that they have a proven track record for that they're gonna keep doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, so. I think so. It makes a fair point. That un- unpredictability is definitely seems to be the watchword of, of L5R structurally I'm outside gl- the game. I, right I'm now, glad that they're you know? changing things. I'm glad that they're playing around with the LCG format and doing some different things. Yeah. But, you know, there are some things that it's got to remain an LCG, right? So. Right, right. Yeah. And I can't see them not... What you said there with the whole either assigned role or nothing or this role, Only this seems to be the only way it would make sense. You know, yeah. you know I'm saying? Without yeah. some big structural change. Yeah. Without some big, yeah. big change. Without, without, for, without changing the RRG to say you can have multiple roles, which would be weird. Yeah, right. or something odd. Now yeah. there's the there's this there's the whole secondary role for world championships that's gonna be decided through the Cote system, right? That we talked yeah. about three or four episodes ago with the points and the voting and yada 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 and you get access to a special event, so on and so forth. For worlds next year, you might have access to you will have access to two roles, a keeper yeah. whatever your current role is and a second one that your clan has voted that your clan votes for. And then at least this maybe probably the support role. Yeah, so the possibility it'll of be, role, it'll yeah. be really yeah. interesting to see the where the decisions go. I mean, that's a good nine ish months, eight months. What if we're actually talking about another one in the meantime? Ten. Ten months. We don't yeah, dep- depends when we get this Phoenix one now. What if there's something else in the meantime as well? What if basically each clan pack offers something oh. or, or equivalent pack or whatever? Well there's been, there's you know. been some I would speculation. imagine there'll be a support of role in each of the clan packs, right? I mean yeah. it seems to make balance, yeah, that right? Seems yeah. to be, that maybe maybe yeah. I, I would imagine <laughs> that the, the amount of influence or or the the effect of that role will be different. So the Scorpion one might be Something having to do with dishonor instead of gaining deck building influence or something like that, or you know, but who knows? Oh, I see that, or, okay. or maybe maybe types, maybe dragon dragon would have, maybe scorpion could get more characters in the deck, say classic conflict one there, for example, at the cost yeah. of something, maybe dragon could imp- do something with attachments, you know, reduce first one you play, something yeah. So like it, that. I don't think wow. they're all going to be necessarily you know. eight influence, eight deck building influence for Go. this clan yeah. because the phoenix that'd be kind of boring, right? Because the phoenix role in this case really heavily synergizes with one of their facets, which is the. Um, because the Phoenix Stronghold they spoiled, that heavily relates to one facet of their playstyle, the spells. Right, right, now, right. If other strongholds don't, then maybe it could be in Spell the Spell recursion. Yeah. Really? So my mind went to automatically, like, oh, okay, it's going to be eight influence. But that's... An interesting thought, isn't it? Really? Yeah. It, it doesn't... <clears throat> I imagine that there will probably idea. be some sort of influence value for each of the roles. Mm-hmm. But it might not be eight for each, each support role. Support of the Scorpion could be... Gain, you know, four influence and... You can play with 12 conflict characters. Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, that's probably quite balanced, actually. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Something like that one. Wow. So so I would expect... So we don't... We can guess that there's going to be a support of role in each of the clan packs. Or you can play with 12... Sh- 12... For um, at in, increase the number of include an additional four conflict characters in your deck that contain the shinobi keyword. That's exactly what I was going to yeah, say. There you go. Yeah, something like yeah. that. So, so who knows what the other support roles are going to be? We we can guess that there's exist. probably going to be a support role. Yeah, but it's still anybody's ball game as to what those are going to be. Yeah. yeah. So here's a question that that's gotten a lot of conversation, and I want to hear what you guys have to think. Do you think we're this is the beginning of a seven clan packs? Back, back to back to back to back. Not back, not necessarily seven in seven weeks. But do you think this is a cycle of clan packs? No. My my LCG mentality says no. Yeah, there's a lot of logic to doing it, but it's seven, which means it would take a long time to come to fruition, and there will be other things they want to do in the meantime. And FFG being completely unafraid to going, this this current pattern is not working. Let's break it. Right, but you know. but the seven over, like if you do seven. After each cycle, one after each cycle, it'll mm-hmm. take forever. It takes That's my point. Yeah, exactly. It'll well, take, you yeah. look at so with Netrunner, there's each faction is represented in one of the deluxe boxes, mm-hmm. and they were and they were split. You know, they did it. You know, cycle deluxe, cycle deluxe, cycle deluxe. With Game of Thrones 2.0, they started out doing that, but they've changed. So they've actually been uh, releasing uh, deluxes about halfway through cycles. Yeah, exactly. For Game of Thrones. Oh, when, and when they right, announced that, right. they did also, that's the old, the old thing we have to work with. They also said, we are breaking the current pattern of, si- of six-pack six, six cycle, one deluxe. And as well as all that, we're saying, and now that pattern no longer exists. It's come as they go. We'll do them, we'll do them whenever they're necessary. So when they're, whenever they come, whenever they're ready for product, yeah. to hit so the stories, I, I would expect that they'll, okay. they'll come a little bit faster than, than we're used to, mm-hmm. okay. than, than we've, we've normally seen. But I'd, I wouldn't expect it to be 
seven clan packs in seven months or anything like that. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, could, expe- could I fully expect that there will be a cycle coming. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could, you could have a clump of them. To be fair, depends you could. What, depends yeah. what you're planning to do, right? It depends what you need to do. Mm-hmm. If when Shadowlands turns up, there could be, you know, a Shadowlands generic one, and then a clan pack for that. And you say that if, as if you know what's going on with Shadowlands. Well, we know, only know, you know Goblin Sneak. You know, but yeah. <laughs> we know Mantis. Are maybe, maybe up. I'm holding out hope well, for the no, people we who we don't know that either. Do I was going to say, I was going to say, maybe I'm holding out, holding hope out for the people, and you know who you are, who won't shut up about Shadowlands. <laughs> so well, I'll just assume we're going to get so, it. So, yeah. and that goes to the storyline. I'm kind of getting my getting some confusion here because i've read the storyline so we t- we've talked about the storyline it's interesting they've picked their emerald champion mm-hmm. we get to the sadly but, yeah, um, i might need to you know hang up my title as well, lore no, guy we get, we oh, get, we get right? because i haven't had it I, yeah like we, we get to do a role reversal yeah you know basically yeah. it's open's like i am in the know i get to <laughs> yeah, talk to you two baby. about the fantasy stuff come on I, but, <laughs> but i don't <laughs> want his <laughs> <role>. <laughs> and i have a lot of questions about what the hell is going on there's like there's whole paragraphs where i'm like I feel I'm missing something, so I really need some background. So okay. we know so, that you're missing something. So <laughs> it's you, after all. Come on. <laughs> so uh, what? He left me the opening. <laughs> happy, happy New Year, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> happy New Year, folks. <laughs> New Year, same digs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's one. Maybe, maybe for next time we should um, we should do our damn homework. So and yeah, catch well, up on that. <laughs> the, so there's so there. Uh, I'm gonna throw a few spoilers out there not yeah, too fine. many that's but fine. a few I'm spoilers I'm roughly out there. aware of what happened I haven't I, read them I, it's funny I, I teased I said when are my dragons showing up poof there oh, are the hey, dragons there we go. the dragons are, were in the online story that appeared on December 6th or 7th or 5th well, it's the one that was associated with the last pack so the dragon champion it was a dragon centric thing and let me tell you the Hantai the, the prince that's mm-hmm. in line to be emperor that kid is a big fracking brat. Yep. Uh, I should say fething brat because I've been reading Gaunt's Ghost. There but you go. Big fething brat. <laughs> Let's cross over. It's <laughs> insane. It's oh. But that he, was he my dragon. He was my a little prick there. in the old story too. Oh, yeah. was he? Okay, well, good. <laughs> and if remember correctly, fairly, um, we keep getting more and more hints of this is the proto Shadowland stuff as it happened before, right? There's there's a fair little link to what he did and all that, right? Uh, well, he, the in and that was the yeah. one that that in young story, child was the one that ended up being the. Hantai so, uh, Sori? The bad guy, right? Sotori. So, yeah, Sotori, yeah. Um, yeah, I get it right. <laughs> yeah. Until someone corrects the pronunciation, by uh, the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's, that's for all of us, don't <laughs> worry. Sotori. 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 <laughs> All right, go ahead. Doug has this look at his we're face. Watching, I am not we're, impressed. We're watching to- Tobin's um, vocal vocalization meditation here. Sotori. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so, so in, in the, the original the, story, he was the yeah. one who, after the after the, the clan coup, killed Hantai the 39th, the current Hantai gets killed by the, by uh, Shouju. This, his son, Satori, ascends the throne, becomes the next Hantai, and ends up becoming the embodiment of Fuleng. And this yeah. was, this he was a brat. 39 yes. was a brat. Okay, yes. well, so, this, so, this Sotori is also a yeah. huge prick. It's what got, what's got the Shadowland guys all, <gasps> you know, yeah. all stood up. So. Oh, is that what? Oh, ah, yeah. okay, gotcha. Basically, so, yeah, it's all, it's all, the prophecies are coming true as they're seeing it, basically. Yeah, so, good. You know. Well, it was, it was centric on, it was interesting, the, the, the fate. Fate holds no secrets? Yeah, the, yep. the fifth pack. Yep. Um, we are professional. They, yeah, we are professional had, amateurs, by the way. They had Yojiro. They featured Bayushi Yojiro. Yes, the scorpion mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. So that was an interesting read. Um, Th- that I liked the the one honest honest man in the land, land of the scorpion. Exactly. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And making the cool. point as well that despite all that, he's all well. It's still my duty, and that's still the essence of scorpion. So what will I do? Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. So we don't. We're not going to completely spoil it for you. The Emerald Champion was chosen in the. Fate has no secrets, or fate mm-hmm. with no secrets. Mm-hmm. Pack, fiction, and then the last two go on to set up whatever the the next the next stages of this. Now they haven't released that; they've taken a kind of a week uh, holiday break, mm-hmm. so we get kind of a a time off from that. So good, so a good chance for us to catch up for next time. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we exactly. Will. We will. We will. Read the fiction, boys. Read we, the fiction. If you've ever worked retail across Christmas and then worked retail in a um, game in a service focus industry across Christmas, you know how my Christmas has been. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Christmas is stressful for a lot of people. Oh yeah. For me, it was you know Christmas season and, th- and Thanksgiving and all that, plus starting a new job. Yeah. Exactly. So it's yeah yeah. Uh, we be, we be I've, had, I've had very little time that hasn't been devoted to either. I got to go to bed now because my commute got a lot longer. Or, Ow. Okay. 
I mean, I haven't even played any L5R since the new year. Since the new year? I have not played well, any games L5R yet this year. It's it's five days in, right? <laughs> I know, but I had the opportunity be, on Wednesday night. You should be true. tweaking That's at true. that point, right? <laughs> my, my crab deck needs a lot of help. Right? <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. So the Sixth Spring Podcast recently interviewed Zach Rayburn. Now, Melissa Palmer has done a great job, and we recommend you give it a listen. And Zach uh, of Asmund D North America shared a lot of what the decision-making, some of the L5R organized play plans for stores. And so we're going to highlight a bit of that, but we're just going to highlight it. We don't want to steal Melissa's thunder. We suggest you go and listen to that episode. The, Zach also talks about his experience and some of the thinking behind the hot motor process and some of the organized play, the thinking behind the organized play. But some of the details... They will have at least, and this is coming from Zach through Melissa through the podcast. So they have a battle for the stronghold, which is this is all for local game stores, right? Is which is a one-time event in which players compete to claim your friendly like, claim your game store for that clan. So prize support includes your last chance to win the full art champions. These textus textless roll cards. The clan mon has the clan mon will be attached to the appropriate keeper seeker fire, or you know keeper seeker role that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, so crab would be attached with a keeper of earth, so that would be a cool roll oh, card to have. Interesting. Okay. And then the clan with the best win loss differential claims the game store as a stronghold for their clan, which is pretty cool. And that's called the stronghold, the battle for the stronghold. So is it going to become kind of like Pokemon Go, where you like you know you you, you battle gym? for the if, gyms? If, 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 by, if by which you mean we're going to pass by the front of the cafe and see a bunch of L5Rs players sitting around saying, "Ooh, ooh, ooh, Hotaru just popped up." Then probably not. <laughs> I have no way, frame are, of are, reference for Pokemon oh, Go. I, di- I, di- I didn't. I haven't. I've like handled a phone with it on there once. Like my wife and I like went for a little walk one time, going, "You know, we'll we'll see what this Pokemon thing, what all these kids are getting into, kind of deal." But seriously, we're a we're a major stop. Which one they picked us? Because they wife picked landmarks. Loves the game. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the, the half the staff here are like, "There's a Snorlax outside." In fact, I was at the local local Fort Collins Comic Con, and seriously, the loud loud hell went, "Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to report there is a Snorlax in the parking lot." I repeat, there is a Snorlax <laughs> in the parking lot, and half the place emptied. <laughs> Could you not? What, so, what is a Snorlax? Is you capture it's a these type features? of Pokemon? He's a big you Pokemon. He falls. Yeah, them? he's rare. Yeah. He falls asleep. That's about all I got. I I, I played Pokemon Red and whatever the heck it was one time. The Art of Orcast, bringing you Pokemon Pokemon. Go news. I've been thinking about doing a nostalgia video one day. That's just the thing that popped in. Battle for the Stronghold. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Oh, it sounds like battling for a gym with Pokemon Go. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, There's also going to be recurring kits called Stronghold Kits, which are limited to one per store and supposedly have everything you need to run events in your store for about three months. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can run standalone tournaments, uh, leagues, or really anything else you can come up with, probably. Mm -hmm. Totally. Uh, The kit also has enough for one special event called the Stronghold Showdown. And then prize support includes clan-specific first-player tokens, and the Stronghold Showdown has a playmat prize. So that's the one when you've done the other three gyms. That's the big one you go to in the main city to to get get the main trainer. Okay, all right. (laughs) Take on on the head of the trainers, top of the tower, right? So, so... (laughs) Now, we did an interview with Brad on Traxxas Sector Warcast, and mm-hmm. I opened that interview by asking him how much he had played Pokemon Go. And he had talked about the fact that they all played at FFFG. I wonder if if this, this is isn't part we, of that. Have, like, we, have we hit the nail on the head a little bit, as it were? Maybe we have. Is there maybe a bunch of very guilty-looking people at FFG now going, hmm? <laughs> Quick, we got to change it. <laughs> we, got, we were inspired by Pokemon Go. Wow. We never realized that. That's, that's, that's a fantastic kind of a coincidence. Thing, yeah. Right? <laughs> well, nothing exists in a vacuum, right? <laughs> true, oh, course, true, true. My, my favorite comment on that is all, all, all the history of art is a history of theft. That's all it is, basically. Yeah. Okay. More often right. than not. Well, yeah. And my my freshman literature professor said nothing is original; everything yep. is derived. Yeah. Yep. Right. And that's the that's the because you're basically the more cynical version. And of course, of then that, you've yeah. got the famous Steve Jobs quote: "You know, all art, you know, great art is steal." Right. Yeah. That's what mm. it boils down to. Yeah. All, all yeah. art is theft. Yeah. Uh, and and lastly, so we're digressing like gangbusters here. Lastly, it's like there's been a big the, gap of the OP. News. Lastly, a reinforcement kit, which stores are able to buy extra packs of the prize support for the stronghold kits for more tournaments because you're limited to one. So oh, so upgrades, upgrades packs. for capacity. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. That's a very sensible move, actually. Yeah. yeah. Average store is going to take one main kit. The ability to then take it up in size, very, very, very good. So very, very at good. our store, Total Escape will probably do like 
one kit with two reinforcements or something like that. Yeah. Because we normally only three yeah. kits. Yeah. yeah. yeah now, here's the thing. Melissa scooped it, right? She got Zach. Uh-huh. Zach volunteered that whole stuff. That's awesome. Props to her. Go listen That's to the great. sixth ring. Yeah. Yeah. We love to see that happening in our She's community. definitely going to cover it better than we can right now. They did a wonderful job. Here's the thing. Why didn't they post it? Right? Why didn't why didn't they have why didn't they support the sixth ring? Why didn't they support Zach and come out with an official announcement? Well, there's the turnaround because they're not ready to do so for whatever reason. We've been given the we've been given the word version, not the full. I mean, they haven't you this is the first time hearing about this and I'm running a work running stuff for L five R for a yeah, store. Yeah. So what for whatever reason and I'm not ready to go. That's so. not cool, right? That's that's well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Yeah. yeah agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, same deal, but this, seriously, this is the first I've heard about the structure, so, you know. Maybe it's FFG trying something out a little new. Maybe they maybe they want to do word of mouth a little bit for some of this stuff first. We did have this with the whole um, six-packing, didn't we? I remember the back and forth between me, um, myself yeah. and Toby yeah, yeah, going, yeah. this is for real, we found out. They told the stores first. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Again, using using the community outlets. Different, Because different, the community for yeah. this Re- game outreach. is stronger than uh, any other LCG I've seen so far. I say gargantuan, but yes. Gargantuan is also true. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's so you know word of mouth is going to go really far, mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. farther in in the L five R community than in other LCGs. So maybe, maybe it's a mixed media strategy of sorts. Yeah, I was going to say basically, yeah, go in the Machiavellian field. It's it's making getting their message through the right voices, as it were, which is not a bad thing. It's just a sensible tactic. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. So Doug, while you haven't played in twenty eighteen. I know, yep. Carl. You played just a couple, a few day, few nights ago. Yeah, we had a little monthly tournament. What Tony. do we think? Let's turn our attention a little bit to what we think the state of the game is. I think, as an LCG player, I had the same process. Remember, we talked about that. Like, you go through this. Holy crap! Here's the card. Holy crap! Here's the card. How am I going to fight this? This is broken. This is broken. This is broken. Oh, okay. There's a solution. Mm-hmm. And there's a normalization effect, right? Like, for a couple of weeks, Pathfinder's blade was everywhere. Yeah. And it doesn't make you raise it strong. And, and it's and it's a strong card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was I was always pissed when I saw it on the <laughs> on the other side of the table. So I started playing with it. And I was like, okay, this is a good card. But then you kind of get at least I get tired of that mm-hmm. and I want to challenge myself with other ways. And and you also normalize to it and you find ways around it. Yeah. Right? Completely. Uh, the big take that as an example there. Pathfinder's blade is a classic silver bullet. Here is a problem. The problem is I, um, I don't want my guys to faceplant into a province and receive awful things in response, either in surprise or from effects like public forum that are just strong. Right. So Pathfinder Blade goes, here's your solution. As long as you're a seeker, pay for this, put it on your guy, you can solve that problem. But there are ways to handle it. Yeah, and they don't have, and the, your opponent doesn't have ways to rid themselves of attachments, rid yeah. you of attachments. Yeah, yeah. Or if the character you're attached to. You're, you're yeah, atta- exactly. Assassinate attached. them, let go them, don't play those provinces, or right, more, more, more realistically in the meta, those provinces lose some of the automatic value they had, which is perfect because then the wider view of provinces is more reasonable. I've watched the, the change in province type has gone nuts. Like the diversity of what people are actually playing has gone crazy through the through since we got the full six packs out. Yeah, that's yeah. been the biggest thing I've seen. I'm I'm going like, oh, I know what it's going to be on Stronghold. Oh, hey, totally wrong. Actually, you know what? Yeah, You're right. I've been playing wrong. on Jokoku. You know. I've been playing one or two games on Jokoku on a daily basis. And you're right. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I've got. I know which one, which element it is. It's going to be this, and it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I think it's going to be rallied to the cause. It's Night Raid. Right. Like, yeah. What? Honestly, I'm still a little overwhelmed by the card pool. Well, like you, like you said, you hadn't built so much through the changes. You had that patch where you couldn't do much. So yeah, you're yeah. playing catch up. Uh, well, still, th- that's yeah. part of it. With with putting out the cards as quickly as they did, you know, that was a, that was a very quick inundation, and there's still fallout from that. I mean, there's still mm-hmm. the, the, there's no way. You, I don't think anybody can learn that card pool that quickly. The yeah. flood the floodwaters are still receding, yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, there are yeah. there are some very dedicated people who know the cards in and out already, and know what combinations are happening. What 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 a lot of the mm-hmm. strongest ones are, and what some of the dark archetypes are. I'm not one of those people. I know crab. I know crane pretty well, and I only know crab in certain ally situations. I only know crane in certain ally situations. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is one of the things I want to talk to you guys about is how many how many clans can you realistically become an expert in? 
Right. But, let, the, but let's set aside that question yeah. for now. I just want to well, hear more about the LCG thing. As yeah. I said before Christmas, I'm hoping to get at least a, a certain level of expertise in each clan this year. Mm, you want right. to touch on them. My, yeah. my goal for the calendar year is to win one game as each clan, right? So, right, right, right. So hopefully, one. hopefully, you know, in the, the 12 months or well, 11 and a half, 11 and three quarters months that we've got left, I can do that at least enough to build a deck that wins a game. <laughs> <laughs> Quite reasonable. I mean, that's... You're talking there about the whole idea of, you know, no one person holding all the cards in, he in mind. I'd, even the person who can do that, I think, right now, is missing the majority of the picture. Because that amount of card change in that period of time is going to take six months to settle. If it settles at all. Yeah. There's so okay. much. And there's so much people picking onto it. I can go and show you five viable Scorpion playstyles. Now, like three of them, there's two major archetypes and then ver two variants and three on those. And those are meaningfully different playstyles of deck. And that's just what's, what's coalesced together in that time, just for Scorpion. Let right. alone, and, th and, that's, and that's assuming, again, those two, those two, each of those um, decks are mainly varying by what clan. Each of those two archetypes within the archetypes vary by what clan they take. Yeah? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, that, so that's the yeah. marker. And that's, one, that's one of the markers okay. there for Scorpion. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, the Scorpion's yeah. dynasty deck is so strong and its conflict is so unusual. I mean, I've seen tons of different Lion. As I said, on, I'm playing on Tuesday, I played against a Phoenix Lion for the first time and was like, ooh, that's new. You know, yeah, and the guard, kind of guard duty has gotten a lot of oh, yeah. play. And in Phoenix, I do or a lot of airtime, I should yeah. say. I do apologize to the very nice gent who I um, what am I called it? Uh, calling in favors immediately. Like, no, oh, give, yeah, give yeah, me yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> that's give not saying that. over there. Yeah. Give me that. You know, yeah. And so. that's a good one to guard duty because <laughs> you, you, if they're defending, you immediately honor them and yeah, get basically. rid of the token. Yeah, exactly. It's but, almost um, a free. Yep. Free steal. It was. It wasn't that. I didn't care about honoring my guy. I didn't care about honoring my guy in the slightest. No, but um, yes, yeah, things like that. We're in this state now where those little pockets, you know, that kind of thing. Where okay, one scorpion style picks up, one lion style picks up. Those then bounce off the others. We have seven disparate groups of people before you even work about like within factions mm -hmm. and all this stuff is intermixing and dancing around. The meta is is in so much flux and is going to continue doing that. And if now imagine blunt, that with support of Phoenix. Oh yeah, With I mean the that support kind of role uh, in the well, in the mix. That's the bit. That's I'm not sure how that's going to affect it. That's what's interesting. I could see it settling in some because everyone can take the good Phoenix toys, assuming there are good Phoenix well, toys but, to have. But that single support role will add another archetype to each of those decks. At the very least, yeah. Assuming, yeah, yeah right? exactly. Yeah. If it, if, if, if it, it may not add, but it'll definitely or strengthen. strengthen one. Yeah. Yeah, and that's because thing, realistically yeah. there is. You know, six archetypes for every clan because there's six allies you can, six different allies you can take. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're talking really complex demographic and population style stuff, as it were, before you even get into what cards are good. It's weird how it. I wouldn't make like to make a reasonable prediction on anything on that front until we see a lot more cards and, and the uh, the loud voices. No offense to you all, but the the large strong voices, shall we say, that get heard start to coalesce things together. I'd make the point here as well that all this, a lot of this upheaval, I don't think is happening as much online. This is one of the LCGs where the, the earliest compared to its inception, we got an online version. And you've said this plenty of times. There is an online meta that, that affects but is not the definition of the various real-life metas. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we've, that's played out at our League Nights at Total Escape, where people will bring decks that they've been playing on Jigoku... Mm -hmm. And we'll kind of faceplant with get, them. Get surprised. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Early in this, one of the things that's changed with me is I'm happy to bask in the game. And this was something that I, early on, maybe October through November, maybe even a little bit into the six for six, I, I wanted to, you know, kind of play a game and finish. Mm -hmm. Right? Wednesday night, I played a game against a gentleman by the name of Eric Lee. And I think we played for an hour and a half, and I was perfectly pleasant the entire. It was perfectly pleasant time the entire time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a close every every conflict was close. Nothing. It wasn't a negative play experience by any means. Mm -hmm. I had a ball. <laughs> I was done after oh. an hour and a half. Right, yeah. I got there about six thirty. We ended. We got started somewhere before seven and got over with somewhere after eight fifteen. so maybe not quite an hour and a half but wow it was long no it was crab versus crane so it was a lot of hitting the wall <laughs> figuratively and literally on both sides yep um, but it's that's one thing that's changed with me i'm happy to bask in it and team covenant talked about and i think it was steven talked about a lean back game it's a lean back it's not a lean forward Mm -hmm. And the Netrunner is a lean forward, 
go, 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 go. You know what you're doing? You're almost playing. You're almost playing solitaire. Now, this is not what Stephen. This is what I'm saying. Is a lean forward net runner. You kind of have your own plan, and you adjust quickly to the mm. to the other well, players. So you're, you're what watching, the other players doing? You're watching the table intently. You're focused on each individual move. You're, right. You know. But L5R, you can lean back and bask in the. It's like watching the two old, you know, two older gentlemen play a game of chess in a park, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good well, analogy. The guy, yes. the guy yeah. whose turn it is might be leaned forward, looking at the board, you know, like you know, touching pieces or whatever, thinking about where, which one he's going to move and where he's going to move it. But the other guy, as he's waiting for the turn, he's just sitting back, maybe has his arms crossed or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. just sort of yeah. watching and seeing what happens. Yeah, it's interesting you both of this say that. I definitely play L five R lean forward stuff. <laughs> I have a. You know, I have the, we've had the whole discussion about well, card focus. I have an aggressive, like, go at people deck. So generally I'm like, ah. Yeah. So, you know. But, I mean, that's, yeah. whenever you're in a tournament situation, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and the, and the verse, these days, the reverse being true. I played Netrunner for the first time for a good while last night. Yeah. Um, Apex got new toys, different podcast. <laughs> but, um, um, but um, I was, that was, that's lean back for me. Because a, a, compared to L5R, Netrunner is background processes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really oh, has, I run that server, really you take that thing, it's two eyes. Cool, really go get that. It's a good credit. All yours, yeah, go. Yeah. And I'm like, for starters, it takes three seconds to set up compared to L5R. <laughs> There's nothing on the table. There's a you deck just and some get your tokens. deck and like five credits. Five of them, and that's it. <laughs> you know? Five credits and some click trackers. Oh, my word. It was bizarre. Yeah. Laughing but, away all the game. You know, playing L5R is sort of like playing a game of chess. Mm. There's deep strategy. You have to think about your moves. You, know, you have to think about pretty much every decision in the game. Long-term strategy is the yes. big deal. It's a big one. That's, and one that's miscalculation, one slip. Oh, um, yeah. Passing a window. Yeah. You know, had, especially I've when crab, when you're trying to keep your people in play and you pass up on the fate, or you pass up on a fate phase window or a, mm-hmm. or the last conflict action window where you can sack a guy to put fate on him or so on and so forth. A lot of those little things. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, no actions. I don't have any actions. Le- oh, crap. Yeah, our last tournament, after each one of those games that I played, I, I could sit there and I could point out where I lost the game. Mm-hmm. With one, yeah, with one what action, move, what action one lost move. me yeah. the game. Yeah. Push the edge yeah. over. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, as I said, no no, no, um, no play down. I made it to the top table on, my, on the tournament on Tuesday we were playing. They had good little, good, really good little set of games. And the last game was a storming good fight. But at least part of the reason I didn't um, come out winning my own tournament, which is always uncomfortable, um, was the fact of three full rounds at an hour and five minutes we run 65 minutes mm-hmm. um, after a full work day with no break in between by the third game as you said there I'm like yeah, yeah I'm there are cards in front of me they do things yeah. you know that's, that's where I got to so yeah. there's no two ways about that that segues a little bit into what I wanted uh, what I mentioned earlier which is how many clans do you think one can realistically play in, in, in any you know three four month time frame and get good at I mean with mm. Netrunner two you think two you think the new? <coughs> this is all about a. Should we say? Because you really need to know your timing, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a like, con- economy of scale. I think there are clans that are close enough to each other that the adjustment is low. Like that's part of the reason I haven't just delved in and do the other clan I want to play, which is Crane, because okay. I think Crane and Scorpion are so darn similar with approaching things from different directions. Ah, uh, yeah, They're and I've played some Scorpion, and yeah. I've played some. Uh, I play. I've been playing Crab and Crane lately, mm-hmm. right? So, I tried some Scorpion, and I know how to play. A Against Scorpion, mm-hmm. fairly well. I think the trade being that Scorpion but is more finesse based. I don't know. I don't know if it's the same. Not the They're same. The not the same, but close enough. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, I would argue with that. I, mean, I don't know that, yeah, that I, don't know. I would to agree mean, with that. Yeah, I think it feels them in poly, um, political focused in in faction strong counter, um, liking that basically no blue deck feel. If you have a thing you're going to do, I'm going to tell you not in, a, in some variety of way. I do think that fe- that Scorpion is a little bit more finesse based. I think Crane has some stronger. Some stronger, more long-term subsistence characters. There aren't many characters in Scorpion where you're all two or three fate, get them out the whole game. The deck doesn't play. The game doesn't. You don't think Yogo Hero is one of those characters? Close to it. Um, his zero four is his problem. If he had any military stat at all, he'd be yeah. right in there. If he was a one three, honestly, I think he'd actually be a little bit too strong. As weird as that sounds, political strength is is ten is ten a penny in, yeah. in Scorpion. Yeah. The zero yeah. four yeah. is his balancing factor. But that, that's that's a feeling of mine, as it were. Something similar And like he has two glory, right? Yeah. So, so he does take a hit when he gets dishonored. Yeah, exactly. So it's an interesting swing there. And and then I would say that basically from my viewpoint, fairly strong fairly standard character heavy Phoenix is not miles away from the standard dragon play. They're both doing the here's a big guy supported by a few feel. Here are some toys. Okay. The the mid both the mid range ones, but that's that's a that's something I would love to go and test. I can't. That's the thing I haven't played enough to say for certain. 
So, so, I, so what I'm hearing is maybe two plus one. Or if one is so. close to the other, yeah. if one of the other two. If you're playing a lot and testing a lot and, and grinding your skills, I think three is doable. So at the top level archetype, where like yeah. Voltron archetype or Rush, yeah. maybe Lion, Unicorn are similar, yeah. uh, Phoenix and Dragon are similar, Crane and Scorpion are similar... Crab is similar to I think crab. crab. Is, I think crab is the odd one out. That's the weird thing. Crab, crab is, is the, similar to crab. Yeah, yeah. Crab, <laughs> is the, crab is the one that really doesn't have a, re, a, a reasonable count, counterpart. I think there's a style of scorpion play and a style of phoenix that verges into the area of crab, but he's mm. doing it with such different tools that it's just not the same. Now, earlier you mentioned that the provinces had changed, and Pathfinder's Blade definitely changed that because I was mm-hmm. messing around with everything. If if it was if I was playing fire roll, I was playing with uh, whatever the fire roll one was, which is I don't know. Air, air is frostbitten crossing. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. So I was playing. If I had air, I was playing frostbitten crossing. If I had fire, I was playing that crossing. If I it was a keeper province, I was playing the keeper province. If it was secret province, I was playing secret province. And it sucked because Pathfinder Blake came in and <laughs> neutered just about every one of those special ones. And I'm like, well, you oh. know, let's go back to the corset ones. <laughs> <laughs> my, my my latest crab deck, I I did something sort of similar. I you know I, I took all the cards you know, out of Imperial that were crab, and I took all the corset crab cards, looked through them, and I'm like, oh, let's put these look like they might be an interesting combination. Let's put these together. Then I went through the all the provinces and said, let's try this one and this one and this one. And so I ended up with uh, several like three of the Imperial provinces. Yeah, yeah in my see, province deck. Yeah, that's one of the ones I haven't tried yet. I do want to try an and Imperial clan deck. It it didn't work. Tribal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It really didn't work for me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I haven't figured out like the whole, the overall crab sort of feel, like the all the interactions yet, and that's and that's my clan, right? Right. So right. when I say I'm overwhelmed by the card pool, I'm overwhelmed by the card pool yeah, right now. It's understandable. Yeah. Well, and here's the here's the thing. I will confess that I've been playing crab, and probably for the last dozen or so games, I have had eight holdings in the deck. Well, I think you're about three right. iron mines, borderlands fortifications. Mm-hmm. Karada District. I think Karada District is the name of the one that takes attachments. So that's three iron mines. Karada District, Borderlands Fortifications, uh, Imperial Storehouses. I had a funeral pyre, and I just put another, a third funeral pyre in there. Or I took out the imper- uh, funeral pyre and put in a Imperial Storehouse. How many uh, conflict counts? Oh, oh, and I have the Imperial plus three glory. So that's oh, where it is. Yeah. I, have two, I had palace, one Imperial Storehouse, and one funeral pyre, and one... One uh, plus three glory one, whichever. The Imperial Palace, But yeah. before the throne, isn't it, or whatever? Yeah. Impor- Im- Imperial Palace. Yeah. Before the throne is the province. Oh, that's right. Sorry, yes. Big yeah. Yeah, and, so... And I tell you, that Imperial Palace, when that st- sucker slams down and it's on a province that isn't broken, mm-hmm. you can ride that sucker to favor town mm-hmm. all day. So that is, that's is, that, is that a saying? Ride that it sucker? It is now, apparently. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's a paraphrase at the very least. <laughs> right? Um, it's um, it, the uh, saddest people I've ever seen is a couple of people, uh, two different people, yeah, Imperial Palace. I'm like, sweet, foreign diplomats. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Enjoy yeah, it while you yeah, can. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Well, here's the thing. So here's the, here's the interesting interaction with fawning diplomat that I realized because I had Doji Shozui mm-hmm. in play. If I'm first player and Doji Shozui is out, I gain the favor at the end, right? I gain the favor at the end of the conflict. Mm-hmm. So I have the favor. Doji Suzui, I have the favor at the beginning of the fate phase. Mm-hmm. She doesn't lose a fate. She doesn't go away, mm-hmm. right? My characters fade out. Then your characters fade out. Mm-hmm. That's when you get the favor. So yep. Doji Suzui still stays, even though I lost the favor during the fate phase. So that's an interesting... And then, and then you know, the reverse is true. Other, other favorite trick was um, uh, Stoic Gunzo. Stoic Gunzo Ooh. down. Stoic Gunzo charge four costs. Charge into um, province, discover its four cost. Cool. I'll eat the um, I'll eat the fawning diplomat to gain plus three. Oh wait, it's actually plus four because the military. you don't you don't be, you don't eat the fawning diplomat. The stoic gun so just beats her to death with Lucille. <laughs> no, no, beats someone else to death with her. I think is the <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> Load me up, but yeah, getting getting plus four on a you conflict. You beat a dude <laughs> with another dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 basically, yeah. Just so getting plus four on, on plus four suddenly on the charge. Yeah, that's a that's a messy you little could, trick. You could almost tell a story based on the stoic gun so sacrificing <laughs> the fawning diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> to get in the favor. I'm sorry, Emperor. I've killed this man, and I now I'm beating him to death with his own arm. <laughs> oh, you are a good person. <laughs> so, uh, years ago in Magic, there was a card called a Goblin Bombardment or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Where 
it, what it was like the art was like goblins launching themselves out of a catapult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the picture in my head right now. No, no. It's early South Park. It's the um, it's the parents launching themselves at the TV building in protest of the. Ye- of oh the yeah, film. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, splat. Ah, splat. That's what's going on. So that's a story. Gunzo is just a. He's just a. He's got. He's just got a big that old is trebuchet. A, that is a really just cool. Whoosh. That is a really cool maneuver. <laughs> launching the funny diplomat <laughs> over the wall. Yeah. See, I was thinking. I was personally. I was in the mindset of more the anime magical girl kind of thing. She runs up. He's like. So is that a scor- so is that a scorpion archetype? Scorpion eat their young. Yeah. Kind of well, thing. Well, sorry, Gunzo gets. The, Things. I've been playing too much Apex recently. I'm feeding things every, everything to, a, to Aesop. So, you know, you know. again, different game. Different yeah, game, yeah, but, different yeah. game. But yeah, no, it's, it, that was that was one of the ones that caught someone out because if a two fate out of hand, it's like, oh, that's seven mili- you know, seven military power. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What the heck? Interesting. You know, so. Interesting. But and yeah, the, the fate, shenan- fate shenanigans, the, the favor shenanigans, have been way more interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the interesting parts is. Uh, as, play, as a crane player, I was playing at one point with Doji Hotaru and Kakita Yoshi in the deck. And then I realized that oh, I, I don't really want Doji Hotaru. <laughs> I, I think I'd prefer Kakita Yoshi. I had enough of a, uh, I have enough favor control in there. And it's funny because in that deck, I don't have the Imperial Palace. I have Curry the Favor, hmm. which is interesting. I, hmm. Curry the Favor is uh, when a conflict ends, and the second conflict you declare ends, you may ready a character. Oh yes, yes. Participating character. Mm-hmm. So you ready the character with the biggest glory, and it's either ready for a defense or it's ready to be countered in the imperial favor count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of the problems of my crab deck right now is I have both Hida Kasada and uh, Yasuki. Um, yeah, he sucks. The daimyo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He sucks. I, I, I had him in my deck for uh, a half dozen games and. Oh God, he sucks. Because he, he, you must have something in order to use him. You've got to have triggers oh, yeah. to get rid of people, mm-hmm. and Great, that requires but, other yeah. cards. Yeah. And oh, right, so I think though, at least with those two cards, those two five cost cards uh, are the basis of two different playstyles in crap. Mm-hmm. It's pretty close. You yeah. can't have both of them in the same deck and have it work right. Yeah, for the wily trader to really. Turn on because I was thinking about this. I was thinking. I think you're right. I think there are two different archetypes. In order to really turn on that Daimyo Trader, the Wily Trader archetype, yeah. you need to have a card that allows Crab to get more people out quickly. Yeah, and like, Some, and, something and like akin, you, say, you know, as, like and then also spending like staging groundish kind of right. effect. Yeah. Right, and like you're also spending them repeatedly them to get effects that are worth him getting the bonus on. And all right, that, you know, because yeah. you because what I ran into was he would come out and I would have other characters, but there was no. The sacrifice mechanic is character-based, right? You, I need a funeral pyre out, or I need a sac- uh, vengeful oathkeeper. I need characters that do that themselves, witchfinder. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't getting them, so he needs to come out with other people. Right. And when he doesn't come out with other people, you're like, "Yay, I got nothing!" And he's compared compared to, I mean, he's a three-four, I think. Yeah. So he's got combined what I think Kazada has in military. Right. He's got <laughs> he's got a lot of potential. Yeah. Having both of them in the same deck did not work for me. Yeah, yeah. Scorpion is all. Scorpion is fortunate because our, our other major five costs is in conflict, and with the reduction cost, it's like I can use either. I can take use of charges. Can use back alley to throw one out into combat and get it back and yep. all that. So yep. you know. now on the other side of the wily trader is the keeper only card, which is the berserker. <laughs> Holy moly, mother! Wow, that has been my MVP. Uh, you know, Wait, uh, Crisis Breaker, right? Crisis Breaker, yep. yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to when there are more Berserker cards out there. Being able to do Berserker as a deck archetype for in, in Crab, I think that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, know there's going to be more Berserker cards coming. We know there's going to be more trait-heavy tribal-style decks, you know, basically. Right? And that's where the seals get turned on. The seal of Crab makes somebody a Berserker. Yep. Yep. And for some god-awful reason, gives them, I think, it, no, it gives them plus one military. Yeah. I thought it, zero card with plus one. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I thought I thought for a minute there it gave him plus one political. I thought that would not make sense, but no, it gives him berserker trait. Yep. But the, if you if you manage to get that crisis breaker out, put a watch. I mean, I've had a watch commander and a katana on him, and he alone will break a province, come back, and then be ready for the military on the defense. Like, oh, I don't defend. Oh, look, you have one military. Let me come in with my seven guy. I also saw poof. a deck on Bushi Builder that I want to uh, want to give a try, at least a, yeah. a, a version of. Yeah, it's it's a crab unicorn, 
using Talisman of the Sun. Yep, yep, uh, that's a popular talisman. one as well. Crab talisman. Yeah. I'm Ally. I'm Ally. I'm running Dragon right now, and that I love the covert. I love the covert and the tattooed yep. wanderer. If, but if talisman of the Sun is. Yeah. If I wasn't playing what I was playing right now, I'd be doing the Dragon Method because the toys are still there to do a very good drop deck still. It's just that wanderer. But Talisman of the Sun is the unicorn attachment. Mm -hmm. One fate plus one plus one. While you're the defending player, you may exhaust this attachment and choose another province eligible for attack. And now now the person is attacking that province. Yep. So you can move them from their stronghold. Like if they've only broken three of your provinces... And haven't gotten fourth, yep, you can send them, them there. there. Just shoving them onto the shameless display yeah. repeatedly with oh, yeah. honoring the guy or who's got the talisman. Or yeah. pilgrimage. Yeah. I mean, or onto a Borderlands fortification or, you know, other things. Yeah, it's like, yeah. there are lots of interesting it's, things there. Yeah, it's a big when, power turn on for Crate. When you have tricks. the Imperial, I had Imperial Palace on pilgrimage. I was sitting pretty. That yeah. was that was riding, riding the palace to favor town. Okay. Favorite, right, favorite town to the palace? Just, no. just, just stop. <laughs> favorite town to the palace? Let's All just right. stop with riding to favorite town. Can I ride on the back of the Crisis Breaker to the Imperial that, Palace? See, that get, makes it sound even more dirty. <laughs> Jeez. I was, I, was think, I was thinking more personally more of um, a uh, never-ending story labyrinth stroke drug trip. But hey, you can take the dirty version too if you like. So. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, so the Crisis Breaker is uh, stupid good. You know, we we early on in this podcast, uh, with our experience, having played the game, I was like, there's no way. There's, you know, eight provinces in a deck. My God, my God, my God. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, man, holy moly, that crab deck. And some, uh, there have been times when I've splashed three provinces and one character. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. Well, like I said, to, to, to bring that up, how many, how many conflict characters in that deck? There are two ambushers. Mm-hmm. Hiruma Ambusher. Ridiculous there are card. three skirmishers, mm-hmm. which is the covert person. Mm-hmm. And then there are two tattooed wanderers. Oh, and two goblin snakes. Nine. So there you go, exactly. I mean, I'm running the flat ten. That's that's the big swing. At that point, I mean, I'm running, I think, at least. I've got, I have to go double check. If I'm not running, I'm not running seven did I just holdings. Sur- did I just subtly confirm my own idea from an episode ago? I think we were both talking about it. Basically. Yeah. Bal- yeah, character yeah. balance character balance versus holdings. Conflict character versus holding is the balance game. And I'm and running, yeah. Way back when, when we first started this cast, I said that I didn't like holdings. Yeah. I, mm. that I, I, and you've maintained that pretty strongly. Yeah. Well, as I played more and more crab, <laughs> yeah. and, and, well, and, and thinking about what you just said about, about conflict characters in the deck, my, part of my problem, I think, back then was that I was doing like no conflict characters. I was doing an event-heavy, oh yeah, I would agree with that. Conflict I would agree deck. with that absolutely. And so when I saw holdings flop, they hurt mm-hmm. yep. a lot. So if you're going to play with ten conflict characters, then maybe it, you know holdings make a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 that's a piece of balance that I didn't see yeah, until and, recently. And the holding. And some, sometimes the money that I have with that crab deck is insane. I started the turn against Eric with 20 freaking fate. <laughs> 20 fate? How, like I had a Kayushiochi Kayu out, so I was gaining fate on, a, on the Imperial Palace every turn. But holy moly, mm-hmm. right? Like, the, so, the, I mean, the, because the holdings give you something. But you don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and say, so, well, the the translation as well being there that that money's all well and good, assuming and you're, that money's money's all well and good, and four holdings out in your provinces is fine, assuming you've pulled things in hand to then turn that fate into right. into a, into right. effect. Yeah, right. and that's definitely the deal. I, I my big realization is I think since we started this game as a whole, the community has developed um, fate handling tactics to mean that we now know how to use conflict characters as basically secondary dynasty. That's my learning to use a conflict conflict deck as a dynasty deck has been my big thing. Not just throw down a character for the surprise value, but play a character in the conflict phase simply because he has to be played in the conflict phase. You would play him in the dynasty if you could, just like a dynasty character. Get okay. him in, get him doing their job. And you know. so it's yeah, it's really interesting that you know now that we're what six months into the game ish. Uh, yeah, five October. So three and a half, four. Okay, yeah, four. I was going to say depending three, on three, whether you three to four, go yeah. back to August or go back to. I was yeah, going back to Gen Con. The, the play styles that have come out, the, the thought that have gone into it, the, the, the card combos people have tried. I mean, you know, then I go back to th- and think about the experience that we had as playtesters for the core set, and it was like, it's, <laughs> there, were, there was 
we didn't even know what we didn't know at that point. Right. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, we'd, absolutely. we'd been playing the game for a while before, you know, during doing the playtesting before it released at Gen Con. And, you know, what, you know, compared to what we know about the game now as a community, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. our, you know, our, our, the, the playtest community, you know, their knowledge fit in a thimble about what this game could do, what these, some of these cards could do. Yeah. And was yeah. developed into. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So that's, I mean, that's frankly amazing to me. It's it's a, it was a wonderful experience and it's a humbling one, right? You are like okay, oh, totally. we did yeah. this, we did that, we had a purpose, yeah. Look at those. we served it, we, d- we did good work, but you know Whoa. there's only so much that you yeah. can do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally so, totally so. Yeah. So what do we think the next few months will bring for this game? Hmm, I, th- I, I think, think we thought we we there wasn't an official date on Disciples of Boyd, but I'm, I think we're all I'm assuming still hoping March, that right? I'm still hoping that it's spring before we before Disciples hits. Well, there's, there's a prediction, yeah. A couple of months at the very least before anything else changes. Mm-hmm. I think so besides the OP announcement and you know, and something official about from FFG about the organized play, you know, Stronghold kits and all that, mm-hmm. I think it's I think January is going to be quiet. I think February is going to be quiet. I don't think we're going to hear anything till maybe March. But <laughs> you know, we might we might see some fiction. But an announcement for either another clan pack or or the, start cycle. Of the next cycle. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I definitely, I definitely expect. Um, I, I think we can expect fiction every couple of weeks once we get out of this rut. Personally, uh, certainly at least one a month kind of deal. And you're bang on. Look, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep getting um, drip feed information. There's no way FFG yeah. will allow that to back away and not keep telling us something about what's coming up. Like you say, new cycle announcement, more spoilers on the Phoenix pack, things like that. So, well, and they and we mentioned it in the tease at the beginning of the show. But they did release a fact, and mm-hmm. that cla- again that clarified a lot of things that we already, for those of you keeping a real close ear to the ground, pro- knew. Like Card yeah. Game DB had a lot of these rulings already explained. Um, they, but the fact was nice to see. It's it nice, to nice to have it all in one official. place so that you well, can digest it all saying, at once. And as, as Toby said, the official version is a big deal. There, you can turn around and people say, "Here it is. It's right there." Right, because you know there were problems that people had at the PAX Unplugged Cote. In yeah. Philadelphia, and th- there are a lot of cotes coming up. There's oh, one yeah. Yeah. in. There's a couple in Europe in the next few weeks. There's one in Dallas or Texas. So Dallas or Texas? <laughs> Dallas or Texas? Dallas or Texas? Okay. Look, I was gonna yeah. say he's, he's, he's looking thoughtful at me. I'm like, don't look at me. I'm, 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 I've been working at Christmas. I haven't done clue what's going on. So, I'm like, you know. so yeah, Dallas or Texas? Dallas or Texas? That's a, that's I should actually say Austin or Texas, right? Isn't that the isn't that the thing? No, that's still not right. <laughs> <laughs> well, closer. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, but you have all these cotes coming up, and it's nice to have that fact be official, so that those judges are following what people have been doing for so long. So, and you know, if you want to check that out, the fact is available on Fantasy Flight's website. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you it. want to check that out. Yeah, yeah. you should. It, it, should. It's, it's if you're playing the game, you want to check that out so you know what's going on. Yeah. There's a very good chance it look it'll in in more in-depth language than you were expecting confirm what you'd already the conclusions already reached, but they're officially there now. Mm-hmm. So. And there's three cards that have been eroded. Um, and the yeah, they're, they're not they're two not or crab. Yeah, they're not functional errata, they're clarification errata yeah. to be fair. They're like Pit no, trap, you know. Caillou Inventor and something else. Hmm, Caillou possibly. Inventor, Pit Trap, Ride Them Down. Ride, oh, them, ride down, them Down, that's right. Yeah, Ride Them Down got an ever so slight enough. So, yeah. Well, it was just clarified to be until yeah. end of conflict. Yeah, an, an implied nerf. And, well, then, yeah. and then Crisis Breaker wasn't eroded so much as they clarified that whenever you're counting skill, you count the skill as if the conflict was ending immediately. Yeah, instantaneous skill. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So because yeah. the Templating on Kakita Asami and Crisis Breaker should be the same, but they are not. Crisis Breaker doesn't actually say in the conflict. Yeah, it's a template. Kakita Asami does. That's a template thing in the edit. Yep. This is where Fantasy Flight needs to develop a Bible for how things are templated and like have like you know a little more quality control over that. But well, there's the fun little bit there is whilst you are not wrong, that turns to the magic problem of we're going to insert something into this game. One second, let me get the three telephone directories, boom, yeah. and find out if it conflicts with anything. It's yeah. a, it's a, there are two, two ends to that problem. So True. you know, I, I tend to think that we're going to have some really neat Cote results. Mm-hmm. Crab have been won the last couple. I don't know that Crab are going to win them all. They, the odds are they aren't. But we're going to see some really interesting finishes. Yeah. Uh, there's, it's not going to tell us, yeah. like people are people just like in Netrunner and just like in Conquest and just like in in any other game. 
people want to generalize the results of any one tournament to the larger thing, and that's the fact of the matter. Yeah. It isn't. These champions all beat a number of people. Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> the thing right? I'd say to you there. If you do want to generalize the results of the um, cotes we've seen, it's pretty straightforward. Representation has been diverse in the top. Yeah. yeah. There's been yeah. no clan dominating at the top. I mean, even well, like Crab won two on the wins, but them. in the opening set, any of those guys could have gone through. You know, in the, open, the top true. eights yeah, have yeah. been diverse. To get back to what do we expect the next few months to to hold? You know, as you're as you're mentioning the the cotes and you know diversity of the of the fields, it occurs to me that well, you know what I was getting at earlier about being overwhelmed by the card pool. We're still marinating in the you know the the card pool, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not we're not done. Nobody's you know at least very few people have figured it out. No, anyone claiming to. So <laughs> I think the next couple months we're not going to see much from FFG. But I expect to see a lot from the community as the card, as our understanding of the card pool matures, and you know, and and people figure out some really cool stuff. And there, there might even be a couple of really interesting dark horse combos out there that no one's figured out yet. Yeah, that that would be exactly my prediction. We have just got this brew going. It is nowhere near done. And and the cotes are gonna are gonna sort of be like a you know that with a laser focus kind of thing. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, through the through the meta of that locale, that group, those. I mean, we're, one of the things I might predict and people is, trying to bring their A game. Yeah, exactly. And we might might now be starting to see the kind of thing that's popped up in Netrunner and other games, which is where we start to get the um, think tanks forming, the groups who are focusing on a certain job, you know, for, on a certain part of the game, going, "Hey, mm-hmm. we're, this Cote is coming up. So, how do we do this? How do we do our testing? What do we prep for it?" Right. That that'll, that is definitely a thing I'll start, I think we'll start to see because now is the time to do it when the meta is going to be as stable as it ever is, presumably. It would be interesting to see yeah. like a four or five person team that. Get together and they all play Scorpion or something like that, mm-hmm. and and go to a Cote sort of like as like a team or something. Yeah, I've, I've heard mention of some teams traveling to Cotes. Yeah. So uh, I've heard that in the in the ether, as it were, and so that mm-hmm. looks like it'll be fun. Perhaps we'll get one started. Depends <laughs> what the Cotes are, right? Denver, Denver got yeah, one. Yeah, Denver hasn't gotten one. No. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's I'm hoping that there's one within traveling distance. San Antonio seems to be the closest one, but it's. It's during a time of year where I'm not available, really. I, we'll I, see. I wouldn't panic too much. Uh, I put good odds on a fan run, decent scale tournament if a Kote doesn't come in any amount of time. What about one showing at Denver Comic Con? Think that's possible? Don't do not outside they? the realm of possibility. Do they do much gaming there? I've I don't know. There, there is a gaming. There is a gaming uh, portion to okay. Comic-Con. I mean, it yeah. almost almost always is. Yeah. Well, and and the, and the I th- I think. Mike, yeah. I've been th- I've been pondering why they're holding it at cons mm-hmm. because they it's a big deal, right? They yeah. want to get eyes it's on it. That normally, yeah. they wouldn't normally get eyes on the game. Get eyes exactly. on this game. See yeah. this event. Go wait. What's that? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what. If instead they of did. having a standalone in a warehouse near the airport, where yeah. no one knew, no one who doesn't know about it won't see it. Right. Yeah. If they did do a cote at Denver Comic Con. That would be a reason for me to actually go to Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was I was tempted to go in the early years because some of my most favorite authors were going there. Right. But now it's gotten massive, and it's almost like no, I don't want to. Even year bother. one, it was it was it was more than I wanted to deal it, with. I was going to say, yeah. I think I think the Denver Comic Con itself was um, noted as one of the faster growing ones, particularly yeah, in the region. Is. It grew enormous. I have um, friends involved in the more industry side of it who've been going along a few times. I, a couple of years back, I got a complete free, basically pulled into one of the um, booths. Said, cool. "You're working for us now. Do I have to stand here?" No, sweet. You know, basically, <laughs> it was what was all I got. But um, I, I, I would normally go on Denver Comic Con. I'm hoping this year because I have a uh, cosplay plans as always. But that's absolutely in this case nothing to do with the game. So yeah, yeah. yeah it, I, you know, I prefer to go to specifically gaming oriented conventions. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not that much of a comic book fan to really get a lot out of Comic Con. So I've never gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if if there was a Cote, I would <laughs> I would probably make a point of going because just to play in the Cote. Yeah, I'm I've been collecting com- collecting reading comics since 1984. So. Well, there you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say <laughs> I, th- years. I don't want to talk about. I could have sworn I heard someone locally talking about it was either Tacticon or without getting too local on this or the come on Carl. Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Not Genghis Khan. Conclave. Conclave. Conclave of games. Gamers. They were talking about trying to pull something together there because both of those are in growth. Yeah, the Conclave of Gamers one has been getting bigger and bigger, and I know they want to get more of this kind of thing in. So I, I could have sworn I heard some of the local um, groups and people talking about trying to organize a non-official there. Okay. Which, could be, which right. I would say to anybody, um, if all, that's the way to do it right there. We have I keep people hearing mentioned the uh, Katana tournaments, things like that. 
do yeah, something, yeah, do something yeah. like that. Yeah. Where a, uh, I know I know some guy posted on. I think it was a Reddit for a Tetsubo. <laughs> oh, is that right? Same oh thing, but bigger and chunkier. <laughs> right? You know. <laughs> That's so, awesome. If you, if, yeah, I'm, I'm sure if most of the most of the regular L5R guys will know. We mentioned it before, but the Katana tournament is the whole thing where the prize is a, has a sword trophy. Right. That's your right, thing there. Right. So excellent. There, here's a reminder that we have a group finder on our site. It's linked in the notes. Uh, we'd urge you to add your group or meet up. Groups are forming every day. I uh, wouldn't be able to like to find one, or even better, have them find you. And don't forget, we love listener questions. Yes. Please send us more questions. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite parts of the show. Ah, <laughs> uh, and I did not solicit getting, them this getting time. Getting in front, getting in front out there. Not them this time. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com, via Twitter at Art of Warcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember, honor is the deadliest weapon. Huh? Well, no, having, no, having no, no, that's not the that's having. Not I, I was trying to get. I was trying to come up with something funny, and I didn't. <laughs> so hold on. <laughs>